It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Avi McCullough. Avi, thank you for coming back for another show. Of course. You so look much great. Fun. You. you look fantastic. I just I'm, bought this shirt on the way here. You did not. I did. It still has the tags on it because I wasn't ready to commit. Well, save that for a second. I want to hear the details of your wardrobe because you're a, you're such a fashionista to me. Uh, but speaking of fashion, you can buy our Frank and Friends merchandise on our website, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. We've got hoodies. We've got t-shirts. We've got tank tops. We've got something called a ladies flowy tee. That's cool. I sounds like a beverage to me, but I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, drink the flowy tea, please. But uh, we have those and bucket hats, and um, of course, you know about the famous beach towel. Uh, I like to pretend that um, I get a new beach towel for every episode, and that someone has, you know, because they come so perfectly folded. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or we can pretend that the folding elves have been here since your last visit. I know I raved about the quality of this towel, but this is a really nice towel. It is a nice towel. I like this yeah, towel. Yeah, it's lovely. I gave, I gave these to my uh, sisters for Christmas last year. Oh, that's nice. Because, uh, you know, I'm kind of cheap, but also thinking of self-promoting. Of course. Uh, so that's... <laughs> well, and as your sisters, they should want to promote you. You would think. Uh, yeah, uh, in fact, one of my sisters um, lives kind of near the beach, so that maybe she can use it at the beach. Nice. Well, uh, also, we want you to like and share and subscribe and find us on Facebook, tell your friends about us. We're trying to get over to 1,000 subscribers by Christmas. We made it over the 700 hump. Last week, that used to be a show, I think, with uh, Pat Robertson. Maybe. <laughs> Is that right? The 700 Hump, yeah. Is that no. what it was called? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and smash that button ever so delicately for uh, notifications so you don't miss an episode. I'm so sorry. I'm it so worked. sorry. It worked. Did you hear that? I smashed the button for notifications and you got notified. <laughs> the medieval barber is calling, I'm guessing? Yes. What does he want? <laughs> I'm assuming to talk to me. <laughs> or maybe give me a close shave. Who knows? <laughs> we talked last time you were here about uh, the guy you're dating. And mm-hmm. we jokingly referred to him as the medieval barber because he's into the old style of things. He is, yeah, very much so. And I quoted him as saying, let thy food be thy medicine. And Frank <laughs> established that he's a medieval barber, which is well, actually kind of fitting. It's got to go with it, right? Yeah. You know, yes, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, um, you, as you arrived for the show today... Uh, you said, oh, I just went to TJ Maxx to buy it. To, what, what did you do? You said you went, I thought you were going to get clothes from home or something like that. You're like, no, no, no. I shopped. I did, yeah. I went and bought this. Well, I had this sheer shirt, um, and this is not that kind of show, so I couldn't wear it on its own. I needed something to go with it. No, it's not that kind of show. Um, so, yeah, I went and bought this top. I just got notified um, by Instagram. They took down a post from last year because... Of yours? Yeah. It was at, racist? And the only thing I could think of is we were at the baseball game, and uh, one of the people we met at the baseball game, she was singing the national anthem, yeah. was the title holder for Miss Voluptuous Tennessee. Oh, and it had the word voluptuous in it? Yeah. So I got a notification from Instagram that it's been taken down for violating community standards. And that was September of last year. So 11 months later, they've decided... I think all that has to happen is someone reports you, so, you know. Well, I mean, I'll re- I'll, I can delete poor old Miss Voluptuous. I mean, I feel bad for her, but she was there. She's, you know, she it's was... It's not her fault she's voluptuous. I know. That's her actual... She had a sash. <laughs> <laughs> she was the winner. She had a... She was holding the title of it, and she can sing, and it was, you know... That's the only thing I can imagine. That's how I violated their community standards, because you can't mix baseball and... And that, but um, so where'd you go by this TJ, TJ Maxx? Is that a thing? Is that a, uh, and I have oh, a question, yeah. a reason for asking? It is totally a thing. Yeah, Maxinistas. 
That's people who shop TJ Maxx are called Maxinistas. Well, that makes sense now. Now, have you heard of celebrities shopping at TJ Maxx? I haven't, but that's not to say that they don't. All right. Now, I... Is this one of those uh, celebrities, they're just like us things? Maybe, but I uh, tend to see news from the Hamptons oh. or as the Hamptons, you know, up in uh, the east end of Long Island, New York. My, uh, I used to go there when I was a kid mm-hmm. before it was popular, you know, as Hamptons when Hamptons wasn't cool or rich. Yeah. <laughs> and we would go, we were going to go and just you know, have fun. It was a nice little place for the kids. Well, um, my sister lives out there now near the beach mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she's, she, I guess she'd be like a townie, you know, she certainly doesn't have a mansion. She's just got a regular place. But it's, you know, it's in a nice area, expensive, right. but nice area. So I see these news articles from there, and one of them said, Amber Heard spotted at TJ Maxx, and I thought, well, who cares? <laughs> but then the rest, the next article said, TJ Maxx, where Amber Heard spotted, is actually a celebrity hangout, or no, celebrity hotspot. Interesting. I thought, what? So I clicked on it because I, I know where this is. It, I think it's in the same shopping center as the King Cullen grocery store where I was convinced I saw John Bon Jovi. I don't think it turned out not to be him on closer inspection, but I was so sure. I took a picture. Like I'm trying to sneak a picture <laughs> of this guy in the parking lot putting, you know, and I'm, and I'm in the, waiting in the car for Jerry, who probably was in TJ Maxx. And I'm, I see this guy. I, I'm convinced because of the, the fancy sports car mm-hmm. and the long flowing hair. And yeah. I just had it on my mind that John Bon Jovi, who has a wine that is called Hampton Water. Oh. So he lives out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I was sure it was him. Anyway, I was wrong. But um, so when I see this TJ Maxx celebrity hotspot? I mean, I, I would imagine everybody likes to save money, right? Well, I guess that's true. Let me see if I, I still have the article up that I can show you. Um, it's a secret gem in the Hamptons, but it looks to me just like a regular. They show put a picture of a TJ Maxx storefront. I don't even think yeah, it's the same yeah, one I was necessarily. Say that. It's probably stock um, So I don't know who Jill Zarin is. It's literally like Saks Fifth Avenue in the Hamptons. Well, I don't think that's true because there used to be a Saks Fifth Avenue in Southampton, unless it's closed. I don't know. At East Hampton resident says, everyone, everyone goes, goes there. there. <laughs> and I guess I have to sign up to read the rest of the article or something. But here That's it is in a nondescript strip mall off Montauk Highway. Yeah. So I'm curious about it. What makes it so it's such a big deal? Except when you're out there in the Hamptons. Yeah. You know, you it's your beach house. It's your second house. And sometimes yeah. you have to just run out and buy another thing that it doesn't make sense. Why you know, In real life, you think, why am I going to buy this utensil, this tool, this piece of clothing, whatever it is, because I have one at home. Okay, but I'll tell you this, okay? And I don't know if you're like me, but I have certain stores that I like to visit in other towns just to see what they're all about. TJ Maxx is one of them. So not every TJ Maxx is going to have the same inventory. And okay. so you're going to have like a wider selection, maybe better designer brands. I or will, that sort of I will thing. plead guilty to doing that. Yeah, what is your store? Coles. Okay. Because uh, I have successfully purchased orange clothing at Coles. Far the further from Knoxville, the easier it is to find. That's true. I've actually bought orange jewelry in Brazil for that same reason. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, if you're not from Knoxville, if you're watching this from anywhere else in the world, you don't understand why we're talking about this. But in Tennessee, orange, bright, 
neon bright.、Mm-hmm. It's called PMS 151. So the closer you can get to that color on the Pantone matching system, 151, that's、uh, University of Tennessee's official color.、Mm-hmm. It's camouflage. If you want to blend in and be inconspicuous、yeah. in Knoxville, you have to wear this bright orange. That's right. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, my mother is、um, Brazilian. How is a stare? She's I lo- lovely. I love a stare. But she has a, a thick Brazilian accent. When we first moved to Knoxville in the early 2000s, we're driving around. It's fall, and she goes, "Wow, everybody here really likes orange." <laughs> you know, not understanding that it was sports affiliated, which I thought was just great. We all look、she、like thought, hunters. Yeah, she thought they all just really liked fall. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true though, because、yeah. um, here, obviously, any shirt that's orange is going to get snapped right up,、mm-hmm. uh, or you can pay twice as much three, to get one that has the official T logo on that's it. That's right. But for a Scholars Bowl, I'm not going to go around wearing the the T logo, but I want to get a, a, enough orange ties that I can work them into the rotation. Yeah, of course. And every orange tie that I have was purchased up in Virginia. See, yeah. <laughs> out of different holes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's pretty cool. So that's, I guess, that makes sense then. Yeah. I mean, I might remove the tags. I do like the shirt. Have、it's、you ever、pretty. done that? Have you ever kept the tags on something you're wearing just to see if you like it? No, I don't think I have. I should. I wish I had on certain clothing items, but I can't. I mean, I won't wear it for like, but you know, for the sake of a thirty-minute podcast, it's like I can, <laughs> I can test drive it. It'll be fine. <laughs> you want me to turn the air conditioning down? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you you don't sweat. Keep it fresh. Yeah, this is why you should wash clothing you purchase in retail stores. I do think about that. I was、uh, buying some shirts at、uh, the grocery store、mm-hmm. at a coupon. Yeah, and they were these kind that you don't tuck in,、um, and I felt embarrassed because、uh, I I like the shirt. I wear it. You know, it's a non-tuck in shirt. But for whatever reason, I had to go up a size. I tried on the one that is my normal size. And it was too tight. And I thought this is really bad、mm. because I have it, dozens of shirts in that size that are all fine. I, but I had to go up to the next embarrassing size、uh, just to get this stupid shirt using the coupon at the grocery store.、Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I tried all these on. So you probably should go wash them if you're still, you know, shopping for these shirts. <laughs> Because I'm struggling, you know, and I I can feel myself starting to sweat、yeah. from the anxiety、mm-hmm. of the extra large shirt not fitting. Do you realize you've just described every woman's shopping experience? Oh, because sizes for women are arbitrary. Every every brand can just decide their、yeah. own sizing system. It has no rhyme or reason. So when you ask a woman what size she is, she's she, going to give you a wide she range. She doesn't know because it just depends on well, what brand it is. It's like when I bought the shirts at the estate sale. This one is a little snugger than some of the others. But it's the same size as the one I wore last time you were here, technically,、yeah. but it's a different make. Yeah. And I always felt that Walmart and Sam's Club specifically、mm-hmm. um, lied about their sizes to make you feel better about yourself. They definitely do. Okay. Yeah. Because when, according to the clothes I buy at Walmart and Sam's, I'm thinner than I really am.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can fit into the smaller.、Um, even just did the. Even the, the allegedly arbitrary, the jeans, the size of the jeans—they have a number on them. It's not like a letter. It's not like M, which or L, which is kind of you know going to be in a vague range.、Mm-hmm. No, this had a, an actual number on the waist, and I'm like, I can wear a size smaller in Sam's jeans than、yeah. I can anywhere else. I mean, it's two inches smaller. It doesn't make any some sense. Some stores do that to be mean. I mean, so like there are some that size it purposely the, the other way. way. <gasps> yeah. Oh, just to be snooty about it. So, like, it. if you're a woman and you know that you're a size, what's a good size for a woman? A eight. Six, eight. Eight is an average. Eight to ten.、Right. Yeah. So, if you're an eight,、mm-hmm. uh, and and you go to 
Walmart and you can fit into a six, you're feeling good. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the boutique and you're a 12, you're going to be angry. Yeah. What's the point of that? To make you go away? I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I'm not really sure. <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you, that's that's the case it is. So my, my wardrobe has a large range oh my gosh. of sizes. And I mean, part of that, you know, is fluctuations. But. Well, um, I, I felt bad because I broke a chair and it wasn't necessarily sitting be- on it. Well, because I was bouncing on it, so technically, everyone made a joke that I'm I'm so big that I just snapped this chair. I would feel self conscious about that. Well, I was on stage <laughs> doing a show, and everyone heard it. Oh no! So it's, we're not, I have a picture, in fact, because there's people in the front. There's John and Heather sit in the front. And they take pictures of us on stage at Einstein Simplified. So I'm in this bit, and you, here's one where um, Paul and Anna Lee are playing the members of the king's court. He's the jester, and she's the princess or whomever. And they're asking me, and I was either supposed to be the king or the queen that night, depending on how cruel the MC was. Right. Um, and I'm supposed to guess what it is they want. Okay. All right. So it's a simple standard guessing game. It's like party quirks, except I'm a royalty. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Um, and I'm excited, so I, I decide I'm going to play it like. Let's get excited. Right. Like this. And I start bouncing on the chair, right? So I sit down. I'm, I'm bouncing on the chair. And they're these kind of cheap plastic chairs they have at Scruffy City Hall. Yeah. In fact, when you come to Scruffy City Hall on a Tuesday night, check the chair and make sure that it doesn't, that the, the seat is fully intact. Because if you sit on it for two hours, you'll, it'll pinch your butt after a while. You know, if, you're, if it's not, uh, it's uncomfortable. You'll get, you'll feel like, what, who got me? Uh, it's the chair. Um, because that's the way these chairs work. You know, if you, if you put the, sit on the crack and then you shift for a little bit, it, it comes up and like... Eh. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. So I think this is the moment um, at which I sat, uh, where I realized that I had, had broken the webbing of this chair by, by bouncing on it. Um, and then, uh, now, I, I, but I'm, in, I'm committed to the bit. I'm not oh, going to yeah, get up. Yeah. What am I going to do? Get up? Yeah. So, I, I, so audible, audible crack. Yeah, so what I did was I, I kind of shifted a little bit, put my legs a little wide, and tried to sit on the, on the outer rim of the chair like this. For the, I don't know if you can, can tell what I'm trying to yeah, do down yeah. here. It's got the wide stance. It's a little embarrassing. But, um, I mean, it was just... And this actually, this is the shirt. This is one of the, the sh- supermarket shirts, the untucked shirt that's supposed to be. See how fat it makes me look? I, don't, I, <laughs> I think it's so funny. I, I always thought women were so critical of themselves in photographs, but men are equally so. They of just course. don't voice it to everybody. Oh, it's well. It's so funny. But it's honest. I mean. I'll take a picture that I think is so great, and then, you know. My guy is like, oh, that's a terrible picture. I look like X, Y, Z. I don't send him pictures anymore because he's just going to critique it. And I think they're lovely photos. (laughs) Well, yeah, my wife knows that I'm certainly very vain on that. And she'll be cognizant of that. And uh, and we may take a few pictures to get one that I don't look like a total doofus. But, you know, people are like sunsets, right? So you see a sunset in person. Dying, fading? (laughs) No. A sunset in real life is Stunning. Yeah. And then you go to take a picture of it with your phone and it's like, mah, mah. Oh, and the moon too. Exactly. Yeah. But that's my point is mm. that that's not actually indicative of what you look like in person. Right. It's a crappy small device that captured yeah. a false moment in time. That's, right? a, that's, so, a, that's a good point. Yeah. I, see, I can see that. I, um, as a kid, hated having my picture taken. Really? And I think that part of the reason I do what I do is to overcompensate for that childhood 
fear or anxiety. Huh. You know, because I have, um, I've got some of my dad's old slides that um, I were my you know, my mother's house. Anyway, so you can see this actually the stacks of them mm. over there. I'm trying to digitize some of these slides from the 1970s. So there's pictures of me, and there there's a few that I'm okay with, but I've come across some of the ones where I'm obviously sulking about having my picture taken. And you've got kids, you know this. Yeah, this I is do. normal. And you, as a mom, you're like, <laughs> look at that stupid kid. No, at the, the phase oh. we're at right now is when I tell them to smile for the camera, they do this. Oh, <laughs> the whatever, whatever this is, I don't like. You can, smiles you, like that. I'd like to point out if there's any uh, dentists watching, this lady can be you can get an endorsement for those teeth. Look at those; those are gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had braces. Just oh, dang. Um, well, anyway, uh, I'm saying they they they, tra- they they photograph well. Thank you. <laughs> That's actually the only reason I'm on television. <laughs> Your natural smile, but um, so I've got all these pictures of me. One time, uh, my parents took us to a bank that was about two miles maybe from our house. Mm-hmm. You know, and in, in, in New York, everything seems farther away than it really is because yeah. everything's so jam packed together. Yeah. So we're in the next town over. Right. But it's actually less than three miles from our house. Mm-hmm. But we're at this, it's the Manhattan Savings Bank, and they've got a free promotion where they're doing family portraits. And I, I'm wearing some 1970s-looking ridiculous garb with the white shoes and a, a tie, and my haircut is awful. It's got like this bowl cut or whatever is wrong with me. Everything, mm-hmm. it's all terrible. And I got so upset that during this photo family photo session, and in the picture... My sister asked me if I wanted a copy of it, and I refused because I'm, I'm just like, you know, everything about me, everything just says I don't want to be here. Right. And everyone else in the family looks great, you know. Aww. And if I had realized, you know, I mean, my father didn't live, I mean, this is, maybe lived another, you know, five years after that, ten years, whatever it would be, eight years after that. If I had realized, you know, we probably should cherish these moments mm-hmm. and not sulk. Yeah. So I sulked so bad that I stormed out of the bank. And walked home. I left. I mean, I'm not... I think I'm too young to drive. I'm probably somewhere around the range of 12 or 13. And oh I just word. left. And this is the difference between... <laughs> maybe the difference between now and then. But my parents are like, oh, well. <laughs> well, maybe home eventually. <laughs> he, knows, he knows the way. It's not that far. You know, he can figure out how to walk from East Chester to Crestwood. It's not... Um, you know... Oh. Gosh. But you know, it's true though, like even in my childhood growing up, you would leave first thing in the morning in the summertime and then the sun going down was your cue to come back. Yeah. But where you were during the day, your parents didn't know, they didn't care, it yeah. didn't matter. Yeah. You were just responsible and for some, yourself. Sometimes it was the street lights coming on in some places, yeah. like where yeah. I grew up, that was a signal. Or um, certain family members would get out and they'd ring a dinner bell or do something to yeah. signify. And that was enough. It's like, hey, when Mrs. Draddy rings the bell, that, you know, if kids need to disperse and, and go back to their respective homes. Right. Yeah. I'm so cool. I totally remember Such that. Such a cool time. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I also want to talk about someplace cool. 
that is a beautiful barn outside Washington, D.C. It is at Fox Chase Farm. This is the hunt country of northern Virginia, Loudoun County, Virginia, by the Blue Ridge Mountains. Ooh, so yeah. it's technically the Appalachian Mountains. It's just they call them Blue Ridge up there. And you can rent out the, they call it like a Gucci barn because it's the Middleburg barn with these beautiful chandeliers, Swarovski crystal. Ooh, yeah. It's got, I mean, space. You can do anything. You, you can cater in. You know, whatever you do, it's a big, giant space Mm -hmm. that you fill as you see fit. So, obviously, people will contact um, caterers or rental agencies and bring in the chairs that they want or the tables that they want. You can fit easily 400, comfortably 400 in there. So, you could do weddings, corporate events. just Big fundraisers they have in there. They've had concerts in there. Or, you know, you can scale it down if you want. You can close one of the doors and have a more intimate thing for a hundred people. Oh, that's cool. Um, one of my favorite pictures on the middleburgbarn.com is some bride and groom and there's a horse has shown up for their wedding. And I don't know if they themselves are horse people or yeah. if Maureen, who has horses, obviously it is a horse farm, if she just sent one of them over. They've got uh, Fred and Ginger who are the hissing um, swans, the, <laughs> the mean, irritable swans, but you don't know it because you don't get close enough to them. They just they swim around like love swans that do their job That's in the so pond funny. in front of the barn so that they just swim so that the bride and groom can go out there and get their picture made with the swans. <laughs> I love that. That's really cool. Just barn, don't touch them. Barn weddings are all the rage, but this one is a is a notch. Well, it's not a notch above. It's right? multiple it's a, notches. Yeah. Because it's a five-year-old barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maureen did the research and hired these guys to build a barn using the 200, 300, 500, I don't know, how, whatever technique it is that doesn't use nails. Ooh. So it's like an antique barn, but it's only five years old. That's cool. So it's got the HVAC with the ultraviolet light that mm. kills all the boogers and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> boogers specifically. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, it's state of the art. And when you book out the barn for an event, you get it for all the whole day, 12 hours. You know, the, nobody else is coming in. You don't have yeah. to worry about finishing up. They only do one event a day. That's cool. And that's how it works. And they've also got a cottage if you wanted to rent that for your bride's room or your backstage or, you know, whatever you mm-hmm. need it for. Um, so all these great options at the Middleburg Barn. So It's a beautiful venue. So call Maureen or go to, the, uh, first you can go to middleburgbarn.com is easy. Or uh, call my friend Maureen at 540-687-5255 and uh, check out the Middleburg Barn, 50 miles west of Washington, D.C., about a 10 or 20 minute ride from Dulles Airport. I love the D.C. area in general. It's a good area. Do you go there much? I mean, you've traveled so much. I, yeah, I have. I, I've gone there several times just for pleasure. Mm-hmm. So my mom and I really love museums. And as you oh, know, nice. D.C. has excellent museums. It's a really sunny walking city. So yeah. we always like to go to places where we can walk, eat great food, and go to museums. And D.C. fits the bill. You know, it's funny. Because I, I go there so much, I tend to not take advantage. You know, you know how that is? You take places for granted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess it's my family moved from the New York area to the D.C. area mm-hmm. when I was 18. So I, I could no longer stalk out of photo shoots and, and walk home. It was mm-hmm. too far. Um, but I, my daughter lives there with her kids and family. So we're always, you know, grandma and grandpa are frequently going up to Northern Virginia to visit. Yeah. But it didn't. I gotta take the kids now that some of them are old enough downtown to the museums. That's a thing. It's so fun. Like yeah. it's, it's fun being a tourist. I even do that in Knoxville a lot of the times. You know, just what do you do? Be a tourist. I mean, specifically, I, I um, go to the Sun Sphere, walk World's yeah. Fair Park. Um, you can stroll all along downtown. I'll go into oh, all wow. of the local shops and check out what new wares they have. That's nice. I like to go to. Uh, is it nothing too fancy with the the humorous T-shirts? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's all locally uh, printed. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Curious Dogs. Have you ever been there? Never heard of Jackson. it. Jackson. <sighs> These hot dogs are like this big around. Wait, what? They're insane. I, I've been to, like, there's a um, tamale place yeah, in the old city. Yeah, tamale, yeah. I've been there. This is on Jackson. So as you're leaving the old city, you're going up Jackson toward okay. um, South Gay Street. Yeah, yeah. It's heaven. It's a little dive. Like, all of the a hot, hot dog, dog names are on chalkboard you know but i gotta try that out it's incredible i i don't know what it is in my head i'm always thought i was a hamburger guy and not a hot dog guy and i thought my sister was a hot like you know it's just one of those things in families yeah you know well who eats a hot dog wants a hamburger and i was take go hamburger right but there's a hot dog place on the way to oak ridge mm-hmm. that's really good it's called d&b's and we took uh, the grandkids there when they came to Tennessee to visit because, you know, kids, hot dogs. And I'm like, oh, I guess, I'm, and I'm looking at the menu thinking, I don't know what to get, but they have one that reminded me of New York. It was a basic spicy brown mustard and sauerkraut, mm-hmm. like you would get from a street vendor yeah. on, the, on New York. And I ate it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going back in time. Right. It was great. So my other grandson is fussy in terms of what he eats. Yeah. So he didn't get a... Uh, meat hot dog he got the elvis which uh, I've, I've described on the show before it was a hot dog bun with a banana uh, first a hot dog bun peanut butter banana and then marshmallow sauce and chocolate <laughs> sauce and nuts sprinkled on top nice he loved it so it was just dessert yeah basically yes it was dessert but we do just... you know brazilians put um, mashed potatoes on their hot dogs i did not know that and potato sticks you are those, those like French fries or those? No, you know those little potato sticks that. Yeah, like snack food, like yeah, a, on a hot dog. Yeah, so you like. Well, you could s- you put them on any sandwich? I guess you could. I'm just saying it's hot dog specific. So you would like smear the mashed potatoes on the bun, and then you put your hot dog, and then you do um, good. This kind of vinaigrette, which would be like um, cooked tomatoes and onions, and kind of like a salsa, but it's not spicy. And then you put that on there, and then you sprinkle your potato sticks. Does any place around here sell Brazilian hot dogs? No, but they ought to because they're delightful. Well, we can, I can call Bruce at the um, at the place and, and uh, D&B. Yeah. I'm a Facebook friend with him, uh, Bruce Flomberg. We can just send him a message saying, look, I'm bringing a Brazilian over there. You <laughs> <laughs> need some mashed potatoes. <laughs> this is what we need. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, that does sound, I mean, it sounds like something. Mm-hmm. I went to... Uh, but if you think about like a Thanksgiving dinner, right? You're going to yeah. have meat, you'll have potatoes, you'll have bread. I mean, it's just all those things. When I first moved time. to the South, there were several things that struck me as I was not, I didn't get. And now, of course, I can't think of any without them. And the simple of putting coleslaw on a barbecue sandwich, I didn't... Oh, yeah. It, you have to. I mean, it's, yeah. it makes it so good. Delightful, for sure. But it was foreign to me coming from here because first of all you don't have barbecue the way we have it in the south and in new york and upstate and and dc you know part to them a barbecue is a hamburger they don't they don't comprehend uh that it means smoked meat on a you know pulled and on a bun and a pile with sauce and slaw and it's fantastic so that was foreign to me but i do miss from down here what they have in the dc area like on every street corner that we don't have peruvian chicken Ooh, i've not had peruvian chicken I mean, it's just chicken roasted on a barbacoa, like on a yeah, spit. So yeah. you go in there, and the restaurant's got the spit going with multiple chickens. And you just order a half chicken, quarter chicken, whatever. And they take one, and they make a big production with this meat cleaver. And the guy can do it so fast. It's like, whomp, whomp, whomp. And you've got a quartered chicken. That's so And cool. it goes into the clam shell, and, and you go out. And then for the sides, 
they have slaw, but it's not like our southern slaw. It's okay. That's what it doesn't say. I didn't like slaw until I moved to the south. Oh, yeah, it's different here. Yeah. Yeah. But their sides up there are fried plantains and fried yucca. Oh, interesting. And which are good. Yeah. Yeah. So an Peruvian chicken. I give it, uh, I, I, it's all I want to eat when I go there, and everyone else in the family is so sick of me for that. Like, we don't want, we're going to some other restaurant. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go there. Yeah. We have one of those in Knoxville. I know. I need Isn't Peruvian it sad chicken. How, like, every town has just become, like, anywhere USA? Well, I try to, I mean, and... I don't mean to take anything away from a chain restaurant. I do. I mean to take everything away. Because I can understand why I might occasionally want to go to a chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. But, if I'm on the road, and I, I would much rather find some place that it's the only one of. Yeah, like, that's what oh, I, I like. Like that ride up and down to D.C. There's a place, I think it's in Fincastle, Virginia. It's an extra half mile off the interstate, and it's called Three Little Pigs Barbecue. And for whatever reason, we found it because it's near a Kroger that has a gas station. Mm-hmm. I've been there multiple times, and I'll go back every time because yeah. it's not a national chain. I just, here's the thing. I understand the point, the appeal of national chains. You know, I'll drink Starbucks. And the thing about Starbucks is it's consistent, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah. when I went to the one in Hong Kong, my caramel macchiato tasted the same as it did here. Oh, that's good. I know. get that. Yeah. But You went to Hong Kong? I did, yeah. For TV or for? TV for work, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Not just for fun. Was it for the, the fancy wristwatch show? It was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Went to mainland China. That was <sighs> insane. Oh. Um, but... I get the consistency factor, but I love supporting local businesses. Like, yeah. I just think it's so cool. And you think about the entrepreneurial spirit in America, right? There's very few countries in the world where you can be like, you know what? I'm going to start a business. And now all the tools and resources you could possibly need are at your fingertips. You have the yeah. financial wherewithal to get backing, to get investors. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a cool spirit. I love it is. It. Well, I also enjoy, like, older restaurants that you know kind of should be dead and out of business by yeah, now yeah um my wife and i went to morristown to see a play they mm-hmm. had uh, an encore theatrical like if you watch the show all the time you know that uh, we had on uh, frank rosamund and tim coleman from the show bright star so my wife and i went to see it and um it's a, an hour and a half hour plus drive maybe mm-hmm. an hour and 15 so it's, we didn't want to have dinner here and then drive and then be hungry, you yeah. know. So we timed it out. We left early, got up to Morristown at 6 o'clock so we could have dinner in Morristown and then go to the 7.30 show. It makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. Dinner and the theater. Mm-hmm. Well, we're looking around and you see all the chain places, right? And we and also the barbecue dives, the hot dog joints, Pals. We could have gone to Pals, yeah. which is a fast food place that you can't find in Knoxville. It's like in this little stretch from basically Morristown to Bristol. Yeah. All right. And it's great, but to me the food's always scalding hot, but it's great. We've, I found someplace online, and I said, this is it, Jerry. We've got to go to the Little Dutch restaurant. Well, I was calling it the wrong thing. You know, a little Dutch house, a little Dutch boy, a little Dutch, <laughs> Dutch treat restaurant. I couldn't remember what it was called, Dutch treat. Um, and I talked her into it. Mm-hmm. And it says on the sign, since 1939. <laughs> oh, <cool>. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you go in and it's got like the red leather booths mm-hmm. and it's, but they kept it up. But it's just everything about it makes it clear that this place has been there since 1939. Yeah. And we ordered veal parmesan because when's the last time you saw that on a menu? That's true. You I don't know. know. I'm yeah. assuming it was actually veal parmesan, tasted like it. But we had to get it, you know, because I'm like, wow. That's that's a throwback to me. You know, yeah. it was served with a side of spaghetti, and it was, uh, I mean... Was it good? It was great. I'm thinking, I'm looking for an excuse to go back to Morristown. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Morristown is so funny to me because it's not that far distance-wise. I think it's only yeah. 30 miles outside of Knoxville. It takes an hour. Yeah, because all of the roads are like 30 miles an hour on the oh, way there. Oh, um, Newmarket. Uh, Asia White was here for to fill in a few weeks back, and uh, she lives in Newmarket. And yeah. I said, you mean the speed trap? And she's like, you know about that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Asia. You have to everybody. drive so slow. Yeah. That's why I love the drive to Chattanooga. It's 70 miles an hour, and that's just a suggestion. It's fine if you want to go <laughs> I have not done Chattanooga. I mean, I've really? been technically, we went through it one time on, a way, on our way to take Frank Jr. to see Georgia Tech or some other colleges, and we stopped for lunch. But That's where the medieval barber lives. Chattanooga? Mm-hmm. No wonder you go there so fast. I mean, so frequently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I love it. I think it's a great area. Well, nice. I'll have to get down I've gone just for fun, pre-him. Just oh. for a Chattanooga weekend. Maybe that's how you met him? No. We met on Match.com. Get out. I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's that's common now, right? It is, yeah. All right. Uh, probably well, more so since the time of COVID, but you know, yeah. for me, it's just because I'm a inter- introvert. So. Oh, yeah. You're like so, I, so shy. I'm, well, I'm sweating. Why? My palms are sweating because I get nervous. I told you, I, don't, I, I get nervous on camera. Which is why you made your living on camera for so long? It's true. I've been on camera <laughs> since the early 2000s. Maybe you're like me, where you did it to overcompensate. Could be. I mean, to me, I think it's very psychological. Why, I, why do I go into comedy? Why, do I, what, why am I an extrovert now? I certainly wasn't as a child. This is a, a conscious choice that I've made in right. life. And I'm happier. Have you taken your Meyer Briggs personality test? No, it's I haven't. It's 16personalities.com. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah. And it's super cool, but I, what, I always but thought I, I was an it's extrovert. Gonna, it's going to tell me that I'm an extrovert? or No, it's going to tell you about yourself. Here, okay. What I really am underneath my extrovert? Yeah, I was going to say, of all the personality tests, because I love personality tests, and okay. I've, I've done, you know, the Enneagram, and, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a color theory. I mean, there's all kinds of them. It's the most accurate one I have personally found, and when I read it, I was almost like mortified that someone was revealing my secrets, like the internal things I knew about myself, but I would never openly admit to others. So I found it to be exceptionally accurate. And it explained a lot about me because it turns out my personality type only makes up 1.7% of other women. Well, I knew you were a rare bird, but I mean, that's... uh... Yeah. (laughs) I would say odd bird, but yeah. Well, I was thinking there's a a Latin term. It's a crossword puzzle thing for rare bird. Mm. It's actually rara avis. So I'll I'll type it. I think think it's... uh, I don't know if there's a a feminine of it, but when you see this on um, crossword puzzles and stuff like that... uh, Oh, that's cool. Rara avis, I guess is what it says. Uh, Another term for rare bird. That's Rara funny. Avis. So that's kind of what I was going with because your name, Avi, is yeah. in the bird part of it. It is, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, Very that cool. A, that was a good show. But anyway, you should you should take that. The 16... Uh, 16 16 tons. No, personalities. 16. <laughs> one six personalities. So if, I, so if I have 16 personalities... Yeah. Well, I, I hope you're not all 16 of them. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was for people who had 16 personalities. No, no. Well, if you want to go sometime to Little Dutch Restaurant or any of the other places we talked about, you know, I'm, I'm always up for an adventure. Absolutely. All right, Abby, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you, Frank. Always a joy. It's been a pleasure. And do uh, subscribe to us on the YouTubes. Help us get to 1,000 by Christmas. Or uh, can we set a new earlier deadline? What do you think? Halloween? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Yeah. All right, sure.
We'll do that. Let's back it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we have a special uh, surprise guest for the next episode after you. Oh. It's going to be Catherine Frady, so everyone's going to be shocked when she comes back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great guest. Real a huge surprise. Yeah. Uh, because she's been all over the place, but she's passing through town this week, so we're going to grab her for, uh, for a couple awesome. of episodes while she's in town. Uh, you can also go to the website that Catherine set up for us, and when she comes over next time, I think she's going to give me a password so I can also log into it. <laughs> Technically, I have, I, it's just I haven't, I'll save this to talk to her about it. I have a mental problem when it comes to thinking of passwords because I have to think of the perfect password. Mm, I see. And it, that I'll always remember. Of course, I don't, but I, it's a mental block. So yeah. when someone says, I need you to sign up for a new thing online, I'm like, it takes me weeks to do it because I'm, <laughs> I, I can't... Got to formulate the perfect I password. I can't commit to a password in my head. I hate yeah. it. I hate it about myself. So that's 17 personalities. But... <laughs> The website, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store, is the link where you can find the lovely merchandise like this blue towel or this green towel or <laughs> I guess I can unfold it now because yeah. the, the, the folding elves will be back uh, between now and the next episode. It's a great towel. Yeah, so that's the, it's just handy. Um, in the winter, I have my hoodie that I would show, uh, which has got the logo on it. It looks very nice. And of course... Um, it's a great logo, too, Frank. And you know who else is coming? Speaking of great logos, mm. is after uh, probably three episodes from now, so that's like two, two and a half, two weeks, um, whenever, uh, Jody Collins, the man who designed the logo. Well done. He invited himself on the show, and I said, I guess. <laughs> He's very tall. How can I say no? No, actually, the trick was... He invited me to be on his podcast, Ramblin' Man. Oh, cool. And then it's a, it's a you know, cooperative venture. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, then you will do each other's podcasts. That's what podcasters do. That's true. All right. Those are all the things. I think we've covered everything. Um, Avi, anything we need to know special about you? I don't think so. All right. Uh, socially awkward, nervous. Uh, my hands always sweat when I'm on TV. I think that covers Don't the- believe it. <laughs> I don't believe any of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Frank and Friends show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Abby McCullough. And we'll talk to you again next time.